Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task, that's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass, it was tipped, it's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5, he'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hour number two of old school on a Wednesday. It's gonna, it's gonna be a short week. Jay. It is, man. When the, when you have the holiday, uh, because you know, I think you asked me about what, what you know, where you're gonna be tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, I'm gonna be here. You know what I mean? And then, or you know, be at the station. Right. It's Wednesday already. It, it's it, the haze in the barn is downhill. Amen. It is yeah. there. Uh, Jay Foreman, if you would please tell them about the Mercado. Mercado, the certified, uh, the certified. Uh, Dealer of certified Piedmontese beef made here right in Nebraska with their, and their exclusive special ingredients that goes into the beef. Uh, the, also, they have great uh, appetizers, uh, great menu in general, and they have a dessert menu, uh, and they have a butcher shop, so you can get all different types of cuts, all different types of meats, um, and they have pre-made stuff, and a great atmosphere, great service, um, and great food. I, hey, look, man, I'm a believer. And I don't. I take my eating and my food serious. I don't. You know. I know their sponsors. If they, you know, I wouldn't be this excited. But I have no problem sending people there to uh, the Mercado because of uh, it, it's. It, you know, the service, the atmosphere, and then the food is the cherry on top. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. Starter Heyman text line Honda Lincoln hotline. If you want to add to the conversation, uh, the Starter Heyman live video stream. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Of course, all eyes are, tor- are immediately t- turned towards Omaha. Yeah. Omaha. I thought you were going to say, Jake, I was going to have to put you in a headlock. No. But it is towards Omaha. No, it's yeah. towards Omaha. It's towards Omaha, where the, the, the Huskers volleyball team, number two in the country, yep. uh, gets number 17, Creighton. And John Cook, has, as a head coach, has never lost to Creighton. Yeah. That sort of advantage plays out. And you're playing in the big room. You're playing in front of what appears to be and what's been sold as the largest crowd to ever watch a volleyball game. That's it's, pretty amazing. It's NCAA, good. NCAA volleyball. This early in the season, it's good to have these type of games because all the new players, young players, they get to experience what um, the intensity of, you know, obviously Big Ten play, Big Ten championship play, obviously uh, NCAA tournament play. And also it gets – the veterans, your excellent players, your all-star players, gets their, gets them back into it as well. I think it, it serves well for both teams, but, you know, Nebraska is obviously what we're really worried about. I think it's a really good early season test because if you, you know, I think Nebraska is going to win, but if they're struggling at something, now you have all their attention, and you can kind of see how they react in these type of situations. I know what they do in practice is somewhat replicated how we used to practice, put you in high-pressure situations over and over and over so it becomes second nature. But there's nothing like real time. This is really good. This is really good for Nebraska volleyball. It's good for Creighton volleyball. It's good for volleyball in general. And it's good on a Wednesday night. You know, it's kind of, hey, look, you get NFL tomorrow, some game, college games sprinkled. High school it games get, on high school. It gets you started right away, and it's always good to see the Nebraska to get the party started. This is a great night for Nebraska. 
if you're a Nebraska sports fan, this is a great night. You're getting to watch two elite programs have at it. Um, we do want to go to the Honda Lincoln Hotline. Matthew is on the line. Matthew, what's up? Hey, DP and Jay, man. I appreciate you guys taking my call. Uh, kind of going back to the Husker volleyball thing, and uh, we always, you know, you guys always offer, hey, call in and, and thank somebody, and you guys do a great job with that. I, I want to thank you guys in the station, and DP, you in particular, man. I remember when you guys went through the schedule changes, and I remember, there were days, I swear, man, you were on from, you were covering slots from 8 in the morning until you got the volleyball girls in there until 8 o'clock at night. And that, that just says a lot to what this community means to you and what you mean back to the community. And that goes for Rico and Nick and everybody that works behind the scenes, man. I, we do a lot of celebrating the community, and, and I don't think we do enough celebrating of you guys and, and you help the community broadcast throughout the airwaves. So shout out to you guys. Go Big Red up there in Omaha tonight. But I just want to make sure that you guys know how much you're appreciated too. So thank you guys. Appreciate it. Matthew, thank you, kind sir. Uh, fist bump to you. Um, that's a part of it. Like we went through, and, and Jay, you've been a part. Like to me, when I, when I first got here, the cosign was required. And I don't think I've ever said publicly thank you to you because your cosign was necessary for this station to do all the stuff that it needs to, it needs to do. And all the, 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 the way you work, the energy you put into it, the intelligence you share, the connections that you bring to the table, without you, none, this doesn't happen. This doesn't happen. So let me say thank you to you. A part of what we're doing in this VIP room is putting some folks together right. and saying thank you and then pay attention. Yeah. Because this is – you love sports the way I love sports. Right. <laughs> like you, you dive into it, and it's not easy. It's not easy. But shout out! I told you last night in the staff meeting that I need to shout you out for you jumping into the high school football broadcast booth. Like so, you and Nick, and Nick, I'm saying thank you to you as well. That the work you guys do in bringing the stories and telling the stories of young Husk, uh, young Nebraska football players, right. knowing the history. Uh, knowing the rivalries, and then knowing what to look for. Look, I'm so proud of y'all, and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that I get to sit next to you every day, bro. I appreciate that. I really do. Yeah, I appreciate do. that, man. It's, you know, it's part of being on a, a, you know, a team and then, uh, you know, uh, just try to get in where you fit in. You know, I think, like, the good thing about it is, like, uh, you know, one thing I pick, you know, people always like, how's DP? You know, who, you know what, what, what do you know about DP? I was like, man, I don't know much. I know he's a good dude and he really wants to do well. So I'm all down for it, you know, and um, it, what you see is what you get. So that's, you know, it kind of, you know, rolls, you know, kind of with me. And then, you know, with uh, the high school football games, you know, kind of just fell into it. And then, uh, you know, it was good to be up there with Nick in there. He brings the energy and kind of, you know, kind of, you know, ping, I call it ping pong and, you know, bounce it off each other. Uh, we're lucky enough. We had a real exciting first two weeks. Looking forward to uh, Friday night's game and um, and see where it goes from there. So I think it's just, uh, you know, part of the process. And sometimes, you know, you need to step in for people. People are gone and, and all the other stuff. You got to do what you got to do. And um, it's not all about always. I always say, like, man, you know, like, people don't always need to be users and consumers. It's not always about you. And, um, you know, when somebody's really trying to grow a radio station, do it and give tons of people opportunities. I mean, heck, I just told you about, like, I, you know, I didn't have, uh, 
I had anxiety talking in front of people, but, you know, never had the opportunity to even think about even getting into radio when I played. You're, you're getting guys a ton of exposure, helping them build their brand for after football, you know, and, and stuff like that. So, you know, it's just part of, uh, you know, the you know the brand that the ticket is. And, uh, you know, you got good guys and just flexible is, 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 a, is a key as well. Yeah, I mean, look, we all have lives outside of this. We all have other responsibilities. You have, you carry several right. several hats with you at all times. Right. So the freedom of it, and I understand it. So yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm a member yeah. of that club myself. So I, I, I have mad respect for it. Uh, Strick just walked in. Uh, he's in the space. It's another one yeah. where as it's we a- moved it forward, you need Strick's love and passion for yeah. it in the space. Uh, same thing for, for Sean. Same yeah. thing for AD and Rath. Same thing for Sipple in the way that he loves it. All of this stuff is in play. And look, Saturday was the first day where we really kind of got to get together. Right. And, right. and have a big moment. It was amazing to, to see and to be a part of. Uh, and I'm grateful and I'm appreciative. Uh, from Wet Blanket... Uh, Sadiq, you would love Coach Booth at Creighton. She's a late Lincoln East grad where she was an All-State setter and multi-year tennis state champion. I had a friend who went on a date with her in high school. He took her to play tennis where she promptly kicked his butt. Yeah, those people, look, I'm learning the stories and the people. Yeah, you know, and that's, uh, you know, John Cook has a ton of, uh, you know, ex-players that are coaches or coaches that kind of came up through. Uh, you know, his coaching tree or off coaching, you know, that's, that lets you know, you know, the leadership ability for him is second to none. That's why he was up, you know, for possibly being an athletic director because his ability to develop people, communicate across different genres or, you know, different people, different backgrounds and develop them. Uh, and that, that's a proud moment for him. And then, you know, you got a Lincoln East grad just right up the road, 45 minutes away, uh, coaching a Division One program. So, you know, you're going to be competitive. Um, Definitely want to probably beat the hometown team, but you know, the, you know, Brass's got to step up. It's not going to be easy uh, because you know Creighton's probably been looking forward to this game uh, or th- th- this uh, match for quite some time. It, it all, it just in the short time that I've been here, it, especially in the major programs. And of course, Creighton doesn't have f- football, right? But for basketball, for volleyball, for uh, baseball, for baseball, it seems to me like the Nebraska Creighton game. Is the indicator for how the season's yeah, going to yeah, go? Yeah, it is. It is. It's a, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's more intense than people uh, realize. And you know, records or preseason hype is out of there. And they play for real, and they play to beat you. And what's good, um, you know, for both programs. And it's how you grow a program when you, if you want to recruit out, you know, in in the state of Nebraska, which has phenomenal. Um, Club teams, volleyball, and or for in, in basketball, you know, women's basketball. Um, there's plenty of athletes to you know recruit from. You know, it's bragging rights and it's, it's you know opportunities and possibilities for these young ladies. So I think it's a great thing. I, I, I mean, I, you know, I enjoy it, and you know, you're happy for all their success because they definitely deserve it and they work their tails off at it too. Who who if, if let's say you're an athlete of of this caliber. Right. So whatever Nebraska Creighton caliber is. Right. What athlete goes to Creighton and what athlete goes to Nebraska? What's the deciding force? Uh, I mean, uh, it's 
Like, man, like, I mean, I'm sure. Right? I mean, you like, get, I think it's the same because Creighton and, and Nebraska, both of them, like uh, academics are a must. Prestige is a must. Um, you know, um, obviously, you know, probably Nebraska volleyball is obviously, uh, you know, a couple steps ahead of Creighton volleyball. And Creighton basketball is probably right now a couple of steps ahead of um, Nebraska. I think it just kind of depends. I think they both are players that you, you're not – it's not a step down going to Creighton, um, and it, regardless of what sport. But that's why it's so competitive. Uh, a lot of these players that you know say like they're from Nebraska, probably growing up, you know, playing against each other in club ball, and keep track of each other. Um, I'm sure the coaches keep track of each other. And, and John Cook is definitely going to be trying to see what they got going on up here because he, he knows that they're they're an up and coming program, and vice versa. So you know, it's the ultimate respect. But uh, you know, when you play. You know, that's how, why you want to beat them so bad. And, uh, you know, they got the J-Skirts and all that stuff. And, you know, you, you, you hope Creighton does well every single game besides when they play Nebraska. And that's it. As you, as you look at it, and again, playing in front of what, what appears to be the largest crowd ever uh, for this situation and circumstance, and the fact that it's here. Right. Like the, that, that Nebraska athletics, collegiate athletics, is getting the support that, that at this level, like this, yeah. think about it. This is not done in Texas, right? This it's not is Texas, not been, Texas A and M, right? It's Baylor not been done at Stanford, like this, this UCLA, right here in Omaha. I mean, right? Like Omaha, Stanford, UCLA yeah. would be a, like when you would imagine that for volleyball, right? Or USC, or or whatever it is. No, yeah, it's right here. It's right here, in Nebraska. Nebraska or well, Omaha or Nebraska in general. Omaha, they do sports right. College World Series. Uh, they had the Olympic swimming trials here a little while ago. And then you got the, you know, they get the, you know, the NCAA every so often. They do it right. The support, you know, and it, you know, not to get off subject, it, it, it baffles me that they don't have the possibility of an NBA franchise here, um, considering they had one in Kansas City and the amount of support that always be here. It, it's just weird that it's not. And I understand it. Would it's you the market. Suppo- would, you, would you support it? I would. Right, so there is a number. Yeah, there, I would, or like, or even a, even if you want to do like a little kind of test, you could do uh, G League, G League, and see how it was. I mean, people would be there to support. Um, but you know, Omaha is, is, is a place that where people know when they host an event, it's going to be done right, done done for the right reasons, mm-hmm. and there's going to be plenty of support there. Thank you so much. <laughs> You know, he better not, Strick better not come in and get a plate and leave. He going to, Strick dining and he dash. He dining and dash. We can't have that. We simply can't a, have he that. He in there with a Bluetooth on diamond and, da- oh, diamond and dash. Oh, Strick. Uh, from the text line, Brian says this, one of the best tight-knit, most educated groups at 937, uh, the ticket since I've been listening for, for uh, forever for sports radio. Thank you, Brian. Um, that's, kind of the, the, that's kind of the purpose, kind of the mission, right. is to be able to have folks who care enough to get information for you, care enough to share information for you, are knowledgeable about it, and most importantly, constantly curious. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, like, when it comes to Nebraska football, I think it's always going to keep you curious because you, like, you, you know, never every, know. Every day is a soap opera, right? Or every game is a, every, every game uh, is a new movie. So, yeah. but, you know, I think it's, you know, part of the deal. Um Nobody takes himself too serious. You know, nobody's the smartest guy in the room. Um, and you just all try to figure it out and, you know, and just kind of go with the flow. I think it, easier, it makes it easier that way. So, and, and nobody's like, uh, 
adverse to new ideas, new opportunities, um, and nobody's dead set on being right. Now, you might know you're right, but sometimes, you know, like, yeah. hey, man, you got to stub your, you know, bump your head, and then you kind of come to reality. But, uh, you know, sports, I think, again, if it's, if it's a sports station, it's no different than sports. I think you can bring people from all over together, and it generally works out, you know, because I think sports is the ultimate equalizer. There is no preconceived notions. There is no, uh, you know, any of the stuff that, that's going on in the world that kind of creates boundaries, sports breaks those boundaries and that's why sports is so important to the world and obviously nebraska that's why people you know when nebraska loses boy it looked like you had a funeral <laughs> you know what i'm saying i feel it you know and because uh, i hate watching it but uh you know it, it just makes it easier to do it uh when you got good people to work with it, it's been interesting um as as we progress along right that in a time after a husker football win that Volleyball has so deeply entrenched itself into it. Yeah. And to give these young ladies the coverage that they deserve. Right. Right? To send it. Like Rico's up there. Rico made a point. Said, you right. know what I'm going to do? I'll do whatever's required. Right. Uh, to bring the news right. for Husker, vo- Husker Volleyball. For sure. Nick has said, you know, no matter what happens in the space for high school football, Carter yeah. has said, you know what, I'll step in and do the thing. Right. But here we are with women's sports, bowling. Uh, we've got a couple of bowlers here. Right. Um, that women's sports have now taken their space. But women's basketball had a right. year. What is it, what's the thing that makes this open? Nebraska has... Uh, girls wrestling they have all that. what is it what's happening here i just think nebraska in general is very supportive of their athletes and the programs um regardless of as men or women's sports and when you play at nebraska you just embody the people you, you know you play hard um you try to do what's right and you know if you you know and then you're you know obviously you look at the volleyball team right now they play anxiety you know they're excited about it so people are going to be excited for them so i mean i think it's you just kind of you know fit right in and then everybody supports it they want if you 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 play nebraska and participate in any sport you're definitely going to be supported uh respected and stuff like that and um and and people you know you look at the the bowling team you know the excellence that they have been able to be at for such a long time and continue to get better the volleyball team has been was really really good even back when I played softball in, in, in softball and 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 the basketball team has generally been been pretty good and they're starting to really take off. So you know, look and and they've had to deal with different type different you know going from Big Twelve to Big Ten, uh, which is different, and then obviously dealing with uh, you know everybody else getting better too. So you know, for them to be competitive and step up to the plate, you got always got to recognize that. Through through all of this, and this? Again, yeah, it's only lighting it up. Uh, from the text line, and I'll, I'll, I'll read it, and you can respond. Uh, <laughs> or not. Go or, ahead. Or, yeah, go or ahead. Not, or not. Yeah, I'll respond. Uh, from the text line, uh, why would Scott say that they're now going to practice one versus one? Haven't they been doing that the whole time? Iron sharpens iron. So if not one versus one, what have they been practicing for the last four years? Uh, I mean, I'm sure they've done it at, at times, you know. Um, and, you, you uh, so they, I'm sure they've done it at times. I'm, I mean, I'm assuming Scott's talking about going to do it more on a consistent basis, mm-hmm. which is only going to make the team better. You can develop players and, and, and you know, kind of give them a better look. And, and not only do you ones against ones, you're going twos against twos. 
So, you know, you're getting good on good, and, 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 you know, and the whole premise of it is to get everybody better. Now, I think if you have, a, you know, some injuries at some key positions, you got to back off on that. Now, I would say that you can continue to do it, but you got to make sure everybody knows how to practice for the betterment of the team. So if you have a chance to knock out a teammate, you don't do that. Now, okay. you do thud them up, though. Yep. You know, you don't get, give away the shot, but you know, and, and players know when there's shots that you can take that you don't take, that you take at the game. Um, and, you know, you don't, you know, if you have a chance to finish a block, you know, you don't bend the guy over, or, you know, and all Keep that stuff. Keep him off the ground. Keep him off the ground. Right. If you go about that, you get a lot done in practice, and you can get the speed, the physicality, the ability to tackle in open space, so forth and so on. So maybe that's what he's trying to do. Um, and I'm sure they've done it, you know, at times over the last four years, and maybe they're trying to do it more often now. Um, you know, I generally would have thought that they've been doing that just, you know, during the week. But that's what we did. We always, you know, we still went we went against the scout team, but we made sure we got in our goal line and won us against ones. And, they, you know, obviously nobody really ran our type of option, you know, uh, offense. But, you know, it still was good to go against it and test your principles and test your physicality and the speed, the efficiency, and the most important thing, the competition. Still to this day, we still talk about goal line because that's how I'm competitive. And we, you know, we wanted it to make sure that we didn't want the offense to have the upper hand. Who, who sets that standard? Is that a coach standard of how, what level of play you, you compete at in practice? Or is that a player thing? It's a little bit of both. Um, but I think the, the coaches can set the parameters. You know, we're going to get after it, but make sure you, you know, take care of each other. Because ultimately – your teammates and you don't want to you know we're getting ready to go beat the other team now we need to get after each other to make sure that we're ready to go so the coach can set the parameters now the guy's got to go out there and execute it and you know you know how hard you practice is a personal choice um in the intent that you you practice in the intensity that you practice with is your personal choice you know you can be out there and a walkthrough but you're still mentally in tune as a game is 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 that an allowed thing or is that a a, a a chosen thing uh you know i think that i don't know maybe a little bit of both but i think it's more chosen nobody you know coach isn't going to know how mentally locked in you are well i mean i never had a coach say hey man you know back off the intensity well maybe like from a physical slow down because they're trying to get it you know something done but you know i think De, you know, demanding effort is the thing that you have to do. Uh, we talked to Everett where, you know, he has to have like a, you know, a try hard period. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, that's yeah. got to be your, de- that's, I'm demanding that. That's, that's every single day. And then when you go, you know, a step further, then you come into personal choices. Like how intently are you listening to meetings? How are you, what are you doing outside of uh, football practice to get better? Are you watching tape effectively? Are you constantly trying to feed yourself information because you're really in tuned into the other team and you're asking the you know the coaches about this play, this play? So you're getting it back and forth. You're asking questions, getting information. Maybe it's a play, or maybe you're viewing a play differently than the coach is viewing it, and then maybe they can make an adjustment. So because ultimately, everybody has to be pulling the rope the same way to win this win games. And and if if we got ten tough games left, because look. Rutgers went and just beat Boston College. 
That ain't no joke. In a brawl. Uh, in a in brawl. an absolute brawl. So, you know, the, and you know, like Purdue, is, they're going to be ready playing up there at Purdue. You know, Illinois looks better. You know, so, you know, Indiana. I mean, so we got to come with it. And it can't be we, – we don't have any time to have an off week. We already had that the first week. So, this is a, this is a we type of thing. And we have to practice it to the intensity to make sure that, you know, me and you, I got to make deep – make sure you're ready and you got to make sure I'm ready. Because we have to go out there and win the game. Through through all of it, we'll go to break. When we come back, but over the break, I want you to think about this. That we talk about the physical level of one versus one. But there's also the intellectual. There's also the IQ, right? For you to be able to process your brain at game speed. How difficult that is. We'll talk about that with Jay Foreman when we come back to Old School. Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.